0: Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I wanted to talk to you guys today about forgiveness. Now, before you skip over this, let me tell you something. I encounter too many people that feel as though they cannot forgive someone else. And it baffles me, OK, because there's this there's a difference between forgiving someone and and having healthy boundaries. And I don't think that we really quite understand the two. I think sometimes people think that, well, if I forgive that person, then that means they get to come back and do all that stuff back in my life, making my life miserable, right? Or or causing problems or issues in my own world, you know? And that is not forgiveness. Forgiveness, okay, is saying, you know what, I forgive that person for what they did to me right or whatever the case is like forgiving someone isn't just about releasing them but it's about releasing you from that bitterness it's about releasing you from from that that place of just feeling malice or anger or frustration towards someone else now i have been around people who refuse to forgive right like truly forgive and man there are people who just look bitter does that make sense like they walk around with a scowl on their face because there's so many people that they have refused to forgive and they walk around just looking miserable angry they're always complaining right and even their environment looks angry you know um They just become little hermits. This isn't everyone, right? But I'm just saying like sometimes something can consume you so much that it reflects into your environment, your attitude, your ways of thinking and processing, thinking about the world and people in it, people around you. And we don't want forgiveness, unforgiveness to be a festering wound within ourselves that becomes infected and begins to affect other areas in our body, right? But there's so many people that walk around like that, okay? And so forgiveness is saying, you know what? I am releasing that person and I'm going to keep my joy and my peace. Now the other half of that is healthy boundaries, okay? And so just because you forgive someone, doesn't mean that they have to still be a part of your life to the extent in which they were, okay? I have had to create healthy boundaries with certain people in my life. And in the beginning, sometimes it just looked like me totally cutting them off because they just did not understand or agree or they thought that they could evade or that I would back down from the boundaries that I was trying to set. And maybe in the past that worked, right? There's some people in your life, you're like, okay, well, you know what? You cannot do X, Y, and Z anymore because this is how it affects me. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. They keep doing it because they know that you'll back down and things will go back to quote unquote normal, right? And so setting healthy boundaries sometimes is separating yourself and that and, and allowing that separation to to begin to not only heal you, but to show them that that is no longer acceptable. Right. And sometimes you'll feel the pain of that or they'll feel the pain of that. And sometimes they'll begin to manipulate you to get you to back down. And make it all about them. I hate that, right? It's like you're trying to create healthy boundaries. And then they're like, why are you doing this to me? You know, and they make it all about them. You trying to be healthy for yourself and your family. They make it about them and how you're being a bad person because you're creating boundaries. And you know what? We have to let go of people approval. We really do. We can't please everyone. Not everyone is going to understand what we do or why we do it right? Not everyone understands, um, our relationship with Christ Jesus. Some people think we're too strict when it comes to Christianity. And what they mean by that is just following the word of God, right? Because some people have a loose Christianity. And so we have to get away from trying to please everyone because that will only make us miserable. And so, so often, um, I, I will get to the point to where it's like, okay, um, these are the three things that you will no longer do. Okay, let me just make it up so you guys have like a better understanding, okay? You will no longer speak to me however you want, right? Maybe they're just being verbally abusive in to some degree, right? So you will no longer speak to me out of turn like that, ugly, okay? So whether they accept that or not, you said it, right? And so I will always say, OK, if you do, then this is what will happen. So if you talk to me that way, OK, because I'm trying to be nice, I'm trying to be civil, I'm trying to have a a healthy conversation where we can agree to disagree, but we are, we're to where we can still talk about it like adults. Right. But if you choose to do that, if you choose to act like that, then I can't talk to you. I will have to go home. I will have to hang up the phone. Right. And so people will oftentimes test you, right? So a couple days go by and they just start acting crazy, just being negative, right? Um, Crossing that boundary. I will get my stuff and I'll be like, I already told you you can't do this, so I'm leaving. I will literally get my stuff and leave, right? I don't have to give any other explanation than that because people aren't, they heard you, they're grown, okay? They understand and comprehend what you're saying. I look at it like this. If they can have a full-time job and listen to their boss and understand the people around them, why can't they do that with you? So it's not like they, it's not like they don't comprehend. Okay. So it's like, you know, I'll, I'll just be like, okay, all right, I'm out. And I tell them why I'm out, whether they're trying to talk over me or not. And I'll leave. What happens next? They'll blow up my phone. Don't answer. Then they'll start being rude in text messages in order for me not to lash out sometimes because, you know, certain people know how to hit those buttons. So in order for me not to lash out, I will have to block them so I don't even see them. I'll block them for about a week. Right. And live my best life, you know, just feeling fine, feeling good. Sometimes you feel bad about stuff like that, but you can't. Okay, you can't. And then I'll unblock them. And then I'll wait for them to call me. Right. Um, or whatever. It totally depends. Um, and I will keep repeating this type of action and eventually they will get it. Or they will choose to no longer be a part of your life, whether they choose to no longer be a part of your life by coming to you and saying this just isn't working out or by them being even more combative even more argumentative, that tells you that this really isn't working. And so sometimes if they don't cut the ties, you need to. okay. And a lot of people will say, man, but this person has always been there for me. This person, da-da-da-da. Okay, just because they were there for you, just because they were maybe there for you in bad times and whatever the case is, that does not mean that you owe them rest of your life. There's people who are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And they will show you who they are. There's people who are in your life for a reason, and that may be a short amount of time, okay? A season, good season, bad season, whatever the case is. But the people who are in your life for a lifetime will have proven to be there for you, to Gel well together with you through the good and the bad. Now, those people, I have two or three of those people, okay, three or four of those people. And those people know how to communicate properly, right? And I communicate properly with them. We know how to take a step back if needed. We know how to love each other in Christ, right? Um, We lead not with our own feelings, because that can be volatile, right? But we lead with Christ in everything that we do. We talk with Christ in mind, right? We uplift and we edify one another. Those are people that are in your life for a lifetime. Stop trying to put people who are in your life for just a season or a reason, stop trying to put them in that lifetime box, you keep shoving them in that box and it doesn't fit. When people show you who they are, you got to believe them. Yes, there's people who can change and grow. That's cool. Hopefully we all can change and grow. But sometimes there's a cap to that with people. Sometimes people can't grow beyond a point, won't change beyond a point. And it doesn't make them bad, but maybe it just means that you guys aren't a good fit together. These could be family members, friends, friends. Um, someone you're dating, whatever the case is, and so we have to have the ability to know who these individuals are in our life, and to put them in the proper area in which they belong, and we have to be okay with that. So if we're the ones that are that are struggling uh, with all of this, maybe we need to take a look at ourselves. Maybe we're being codependent. Maybe we feel as though we need that person in our life because, and then you fill in the blank. We need God. That's who we need, right? That's who we need. People cannot be a crutch for us. Sometimes we, we have people in our life because they give us something that we don't have. They fill a void, right? They fill some type of void. They do something for you that make that, that adds value, right? They do something that adds value to your life, but then the other characteristics of who they are do not add value. It actually takes away. And so you have to properly weigh the cost. And there may be people around you that are comfortable living in that dysfunction. That does not mean you have to. It doesn't mean that you have to have these types of friendships and live in these types of environments. You can have better, you can be better, you can do better, but you have to begin to choose better first. You really do. And so I really got off of the topic of forgiveness, but that's okay. Okay. But, um, forgiving people is important. One of the things that really helped me to learn to forgive is by looking at people, not with my natural eyes, but with spiritual eyes. What I mean by that is seeing people the way Christ would. So instead of seeing the person with my natural eyes, meaning like, man, they did this to me, and it made me feel X, Y, and Z, and I'm so mad, and they knew they shouldn't have done that, Now I have an offense that I'm carrying around and they need to apologize and they need to change. That's my natural feeling, my natural understanding. But how would Christ view them or the situation? And I often look at people and I go, man, yeah, they did that, right? Maybe I did something too, got to own up to that, right? But I look at people as broken, because we all are. We all have areas of brokenness within us. And so I look at that person and sometimes God will show me the areas of brokenness, hurt and pain in their life. And they are projecting their pain, their hurt onto me. And so I feel bad for them rather than angry at them. I look at them and I'm like, man, they're trapped by their own issues. And I'm just like, man, God, please show them who you are give them the peace that surpasses all understanding show them like your love like just pour down your love upon them so that they can feel proper love because maybe some people don't even feel love like that right love according to man is conditional you do this then I will love you right you don't do it then I'm going to take my love back. And God's not like this. And there's so many people that are broken and hurting in this world and all they're needing is love. They need for people to see them, to love them, to um, um, understand where they're coming from. And so if we look at people with the eyes, the mind, the heart of Christ, then our perspective about the situation oftentimes will change and it'll be easier to forgive them. But sometimes sometimes, We need to also create boundaries because you should never stay in a place to where you are being abused mentally, physically, emotionally, right? We have to guard ourselves. We do. We have to protect ourselves. And so we have to learn what that proper perspective is. And the only way you can do that is by reading the Word of God. But also there's some good self-help books, to be honest. Um, I've mentioned this before Boundaries by Towson and Cloud one of my favorite books because it is absolutely it just breaks it down it gives examples and I realized that I knew nothing about boundaries until I read that book I hope that you guys enjoyed that um I want you guys to forgive I want you guys to create healthy boundaries I want you guys to see people through the eyes of Christ because that's what we're called to do. We're we're supposed to love like Jesus. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast. I'll see you next time. I love you guys.